Welcome to the Schooling Pin, where we answer your horse training questions, groundwork and riding, beginner and advanced levels. Today's reining related question comes from a lady who messaged us on Facebook about what to do if your horse has a bad habit of diving their shoulder to the inside whenever you're circling, and you find yourself always having to check the horse with the bridle every few strides to keep him upright and in frame, but things still tend to fall apart whenever you put your hand down for any significant amount of time. Now, that's a common problem that people face, and the question centers on how do we change the game in order to make the horse start taking some responsibility for keeping himself upright and elevated and not lazily dumping everything over to the inside at every possible opportunity. So I'll go ahead and read through the answer that we gave her uh, for the benefit of any listeners here who might be having a similar problem. Just keep in mind that this is our intuition that myself and Luke are putting out there. We're not up here trying to grandstand about how we know everything and how to tackle this issue 100% from all angles. But we do have some experience with this, and we do have a few practical things to suggest that have worked for us in the past and may very well be the answer in this case. Now, with this issue, the way we would approach it, the first thing I would review and double-check is that I can soften the horse's face vertically with his nose bent to the inside of the circle, being able to soften the horse's ribcage around my inside leg while running fast. The most common reason why a horse has the problem uh, that's being described here, the leaning and dumping everything to the inside, is because he's not truly soft enough through the rib cage at a regular canter, and then when you add speed, things really fall apart dramatically, and the horse really starts dumping everything to the inside. The horse can kind of fool you by doing decent at a regular canter, and the issue doesn't really get exposed, but he falls apart the moment you add speed. If that's occurring, it's a good indicator that he's not actually as soft as you may have thought. This lady also mentioned that she'd been doing a lot of counter-cantering with this horse, which is a good thing, obviously. Another thing you can try in this situation is to do a lot of counter-bending at the canter. This is something we've talked about in our podcast, our playlist on SoundCloud. We covered a lot about counter-bending at the canter and how we use it in the context of lead changes. But it's another, it's a good exercise to apply in this case as well. And one way you can apply it, one exercise in particular, is what we call open figure eights. So I'll just try and draw a mental picture of how you would do this in an arena. For example, you start by running three quarters of a circle to the left, let's say, on the east end of the arena. So you're running a left circle in the left lead on the east end of the arena. You're coming around on the top of your left circle with the fence on your right side. But as you come off the fence and approach the middle, instead of coming all the way through the middle and completing the circle, you pick up the horse and start counterbending that horse on an arc to the right. So you're, you pick him up and counterbend him at the canter off the circle. So you're pushing his rib cage and shoulders and everything to the right while keeping his head, neck, and body shaped to the left and keeping him cantering in the left lead. So then, as you're, as you're counterbending him at the canter on that arc, once you reach the edge of the arena with the fence on your right side again, you then will pick up a new left circle. But now you're on the west end of the arena. So you'll do several repetitions of this on both sides of the arena. In this example, we use the left lead to start out with. Ultimately, you should practice this on both leads. And if you're doing this drill correctly, your tracks will look like a figure eight that doesn't join together in the middle. Or like 
the top, like two tops of a heart shape kind of sitting across from each other, mirroring each other. They won't connect in the middle because you never reach the middle. You you head for the middle, but then you're always counterbending an arc off of that circle, avoiding the middle and pushing the horse out onto a new circle on the other side of the arena. Now, you can also practice running a fast circle and at different points on the circle, you just counterbend the horse off of it. And you can use this as a bit of a reprimand when the horse really dives to the inside by, for example, circling left until you reach the middle of the arena, then counterbending the horse in several tight circles to the right. Now, you're not going to be able to carry the same speed in the counterbend as you did when making your large fast circle, but that's not the point here. You just want to keep cantering, stay on that left lead in this case, and keep that head bent left. So when you counterbend that horse in, to the right in this example, you're going to do a minimum of two tight circles counterbent that way, then release, put the horse back on the original larger circle. Essentially what you're doing here is you're making the right thing easy and the wrong thing difficult. You're giving the horse a chance to keep himself upright on the large circle, but if he starts to fall in, you're going to take him into the counterbend and put him in more of a bind. You'll think pressure, pressure, pressure. By counterbending a couple tight circles right there, you're putting the horse in more of a mental and physical bind. It gives you a chance to move him off your legs, stand everything up, then release and put him on that larger circle once again. And the horse will start to pick up on the fact that just keeping everything stood up and staying on that larger circle is a lot easier than being bridled up and counterbent several tight circles the opposite way whenever he falls in. He'll start to get the hang of that after a few repetitions. Now, the counterbending exercises are great, and I'm mentioning them here because they can prove so valuable for getting a horse truly soft through the body and fixing a lot of problems with leaning. But I will say that 99% of the time, the problems with leaning and diving the shoulder to the inside and diving and dumping the rib cage over like that, those are simply a result of a lot of stiffness in the rib cage, as I mentioned at the beginning here. That combined with a lack of responsibility and mental engagement on the part of the horse. So it's a two-part equation. And one dead giveaway of this being the case is, in fact, if you're always having to get in the horse's face, check him with the bridle, and just constantly maintain everything, and you can never let him run on a loose rein or add a lot of speed without things falling apart. Usually, if that's the situation, it's a dead giveaway that you're dealing with a combination of a lot of stiffness and unbrokenness through the body, through the ribcage, plus the mental aspect where the horse isn't taking responsibility. So one thing you can try to correct that is a little reverse psychology when circling. Instead of trying to manage everything and correct the horse every few strides, go one-handed, put your hand down, and actually lean your upper body in toward the center of the circle, daring the horse to drop everything to the inside. And if he takes the bait, you're going to aggressively jerk the reins to the outside of the circle across his neck with rhythm, until he gets back out onto the circle. Then release the reins, put your hand back down, and keep circling. Then lean your body to the inside and dare him again. And every time he takes the bait and starts diving to the inside of the circle, you'll correct him by dramatically pulling or jerking the reins with rhythm across the middle of the horse's neck toward the outside of the circle to get him back out onto that original circle. 
in the beginning, you'll want to spend several sessions on circling where you consistently make your correction this way until you're sure that the horse has a firm grasp on the concept. And if you can honestly say that the horse understands the concept and understands that you're going to make this correction, but it still isn't deterring him from dumping everything to the inside, then you can start reprimanding him a lot more aggressively by when he does dive in like that, pulling him into the ground and spinning him around to the outside of the circle, making sure to keep his head, neck, and body as straight as possible underneath you in order to isolate the shoulder and rib cage and make sure that they're actually moving off your inside leg. Like, for example, if you were circling left, you'd pull the horse around right while keeping him straight and making sure the left shoulder and rib cage are moving off your left leg. So you'll do that and then immediately put the horse back on the circle. So you want, again, it's about making the right thing easy and the wrong thing difficult. You want the horse to recognize that the circle is the easiest place to be and that dumping everything to the inside just results in discomfort and a lot more hard work. But the only way that works is if you're disciplined about putting the horse on a loose rein every time and daring him to make the mistake, letting him commit, and then reprimanding him. If you're always protecting the horse by adjusting his frame and correcting him in every few strides, he won't get the point. Rather, not only do you want to leave him completely alone, you actually want to encourage him to lean everything to the inside. And then when he takes the bait and chooses to let everything fall in, you make a more dramatic correction and then turn completely loose again. And you'll know that these schooling sessions have been effective when you can lean your whole body in and dare the horse excessively to fall to the inside and he not only doesn't take the bait, but the horse stays upright. And actually, that what they'll do is they'll start drifting further and to the outside of the circle. That's when you know that you've done your job well. Now, it's important to note that only doing this, what I've just described, and not actually addressing the underlying issue of getting the horse softer and more broke through the rib cage, it'll only result in a horse that gets scared and actually gets worse overall. So you have to do this particular drill in conjunction with getting the horse more broke through the rib cage. Otherwise, the horse will just get more and more fractious, more and more mentally rattled every time you jerk on the reins or pull him into the ground and spin him around. And you, you actually might have to spend a few weeks before you address the mental issue like that by fixing the stiffness part, going back to working on softening the horse on the circle at a regular canter with a renewed focus on taking the horse deeper in the bridle, getting him dramatically more soft in the face, and softening his rib cage off your inside leg. Gradually work at higher and higher speed until your horse is softer and able to tolerate a lot more pressure. Then you can do what we just talked about and go correct that leaning issue specifically. But you can't fix the leaning issue without having the horse truly soft and broke first. You have to set yourself up for success.